General quarters, general quarters, all hands man your battle stations, all hands man your battle stations. And now it's time for Tech and Trade with your host, James Big Jim Thatcher. It's Friday, July 3rd, 2015, and I'm James Thatcher. Well, it's been kind of a crazy week this week with regard to what's been going on in the trade world, with President Obama signing some new bills into law. To cap it off with an Independence Day holiday in the United States almost seems pretty appropriate. So this week, President Obama signed into law the Trade Priorities and Accountability Act of 2015. This basically outlines what Congress can do with regard to trade agreements, specifically the Trade Atlantic Agreement and the Trans-Pacific Pact, which are going to be coming before Congress within probably, I would say, the next couple of months. These agreements were negotiated and are ready to be presented before various houses and bodies across the globe. What does this mean? Well, this basically means that congressmen and senators cannot add or change any language or remove any language from these agreements. They basically are brought in prima facie, and they're approved or disapproved prima facie. That basically means that whatever's in the agreement is in the agreement. And if you think about it, that makes a lot of sense. A lot of these agreements have to be negotiated in secret because if everybody knew what was going to be in them, there would be objections left and right, and there would never be an agreement. Always have to give up something to get a lot. So in that respect, it's not unusual. It's not unusual to ask for a trade priority agreement. Basically, what that gives is that gives the negotiators the ability to go before in good faith and say, this is the agreement that we are agreeing to, and it won't be changed. So why has there been such an uproar over this? Mainly because you have certain members of certain lobbyist groups who, you know, are leaning one way, which kind of don't want these things to go through because they're afraid of loss of jobs or loss of environmental rights. Uh, and, And that is of concern, and that's something that needs to be addressed within these agreements. Now, that being said, no one has seen these agreements. No one knows what's in them. There could be great things in these agreements. We don't know yet. That being also stated, we also know that the con- that the president signed an agreement with this, the Trade Adjustment Assistance Program. So basically, that means that anyone who loses their job would have the capability to go to the federal government and get re-job training so that they could get into a new career. This is actually pretty standard. A TPA and a TAA kind of go hand in hand together like, well, peanut butter and jelly or hot dogs and hamburgers on a 4th of July holiday. What this basically means is that We've seen this before. We saw this with NAFTA, the North American Free Trade Agreement. We saw this with the CAFTA, the Caribbean Free Trade Agreement, including the Dominican Republic. We've seen this with Australian Free Trade. We've seen this with Moroccan Free Trade. It's not an unusual thing to see these two together for free trade agreements. And given that the TPP and the TAA are probably going to be the largest free trade agreements that this country has signed, and, well, since NAFTA... It's going to be a big deal. So that's why a lot of people are up in arms. What's not getting a lot of press, and quite honestly should be getting a lot of press, is the African Growth Opportunity Act, AGOA, GSP, the Generalized System of Preferences, and the HOPE Act, the Hemispheric Opportunity Through Partnership Encouragement Act, and the Haiti Economic Relief Program, which is included within the HOPE Act, were also reapproved. Finally. Now, that being said, 
These went expired back on July 31st, 2013. So we've gone almost two years without having these programs. Now you're saying, well, what are these programs, Big Jim? Really simply, these enable third world countries to be able to sell their goods in the United States duty free. Now they have to be select goods, it's not everything, and they have to be able to qualify to be entered into the program. But for the most part, it reduces a lot of restrictions, a lot of issues, and it brings things in duty free. And you're saying, well, okay, great, like what? Well, out of Africa, with the African Growth Opportunity Act, it mainly covers a lot of textiles, wearing apparel, things of that nature. GSP can cover anything from steel items out of South Africa to items from Bangladesh. GSP allows for these programs, these items to come into the United States duty-free. And it, it benefits the third world because it enables them to be able to build up their ability to compete in a global market. Otherwise, if they didn't have these provisions, we would probably just continue buying from the big names and the third world countries would not get any better. So these are really good provisions. It provides some great insight and it does save the American consumer money because the American consumer is able to go out and buy these things at a reduced price. Now, that being said, you might say, well, that's great. But it expired, now it's reenacted, that's a two-year period, what's going to happen, you know, we had to pay all this money during the two-year period. Actually, what happened during that time period is most companies were paying it, not passing the price increase along, because they were promised that there would be a retroactive relief on these items. And guess what? That was what was signed into law. The other thing that we're waiting on right now is the Trade and Enforcement Act for Customs. Now, this is a reauthorization act for customs, which we've been waiting on for four years. And in that instance, customs is going to have some things change within it that's going to allow trade to move a lot smoother. For my job, it's going to make my life a little bit easier because there's going to be allowing a lot more types of things with regard to trade. And we'll get more into what is in that act when we get into a future tech and trade. But I wanted to leave us on this note that, you know, a lot of these acts are going through and a lot of uh, people are asking questions about it. And feel free to write me at Tech and Trade on Twitter. Uh, but there's a lot of things that are going through that make a lot of sense. And we don't need to necessarily be up in arms and angry about every trade act. Yes, there may be items that we don't agree with. But if that's the case, write your congressman and tell him not to vote for the agreement. I can tell you from what I've seen and heard from the trading partners, it seems like this is going to actually be some really good stuff. But that's just my two cents. Because trade never stops, and tech never sleeps. For Tech and Trade, have a happy 4th of July. Have a hot dog and a hamburger for me, even if you don't live in the U.S. And I'm James Thatcher. Tech and Trade is Creative Commons Attribution Sharelike 4.0 International 2015, James W. Thatcher. Opinions expressed are those of James W. Thatcher alone, and are not those of his employer, The Daily Tech News Show, So Brilliant Limited, or Tom Merritt. For comments, queries, and or show ideas, please contact us at Tech and Trade on Twitter. Music provided by Andrew Allen. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs>